A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chanu. And today we are joined once again by new friend, dear friend, uh, YouTube creator, astrologer, host of Have You Tried Not Being a Podcast podcast, and our dear uh, fourth in <laughs> our most recent episode of In the Stars. Uh, we talked about the wonderful, must see lesbian period peach piece erotic thriller i said peach in there peach just goes. a little hey i mean there is a peach too i'm not you know uh it's chris lamb everybody hi thank you so much for having me this is such an honor of course i mean when you say the stars aligned they really did you know chris was <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. well i was gonna say presented chris was presented to us for a special in the stars episode if you guys didn't know i guess we haven't really talked about in the stars that much on here yet because it's sort of a relatively new project but we've been reviewing 
TV shows, et cetera, for Amazon Prime Video's YouTube channel. Check it fucking out. Please comment to break it up from all the weird Christians on there. Uh, please have at it. Um, and if you're Christian, don't worry. If you're not a weird Christian, it doesn't apply to you. So anyways, yeah, we got to collab with Chris on our The Handmaiden movie episode. And you never know when you're meeting someone for the first time, like what's going to be the vibe. And we just really hit it off and you should just join our podcast now. Is that OK? Yeah, of course. Um, OK, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that I can was schedule easy. you in. Yeah, OK, right. perfect. I mean, a Virgo saying they can I make know. time for us is really kinky and hot. And <laughs> that's all I all I need to hear. So, yeah, right. You can Check schedule everything if you want. <laughs> we'll put we'll definitely be putting that in the show notes. So check out our episode with Chris was our first guest app and just truly set the bar of if there should be any guests in the future. They have a lot to live up to. So oh my God, thank for, you. Oh my God. For killing it. <laughs> um, what the fuck is up? Like, what is what is I mean, we're all kind of checking back in in this world. What's going on? What's going on with you? Any any are you are you single? Are you hooking up? I don't know. I'm getting him very like Maury right now. I'm like, who? who how is life? Are you thriving? What Did you is find happening? out who who's the father of the baby? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Actually, we have a special guest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> Have you, yeah, how, how has it been? Have you been out into, to the world is, is. I would say like, um, yeah, it's funny because I feel like the first time that I finally like ate at a restaurant again was because of cute boy. Oh, um, okay. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course, because this is my luck. Um, I found out that he is moving to Philadelphia for med school. Like, literally in a week wow so, doctor you say i really yeah. know how to pick them <laughs> yeah i don't know that I sounds like, this is sounds like a challenge and sounds kind of no, fun, I was gonna say, but... same, th- same <laughs> listen same thing happened to jessica simpson when she met her now husband he had to move to go do business school and wow i mean it i mean he didn't uh but <laughs> <laughs> Who's but your now husband? It made, them, it made them realize that they loved each other and they wanted to get married and all that. So maybe if you keep seeing this cute Philly med school person, they will decide that they actually want to drop out of med school and just like be your house house uh, partner. Honestly, <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, like I would I wouldn't put it past my Venus trine Saturn to like make me wait for that long. Um, and, I like uh, that. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm I'm on dating apps. Uh, I haven't been in a relationship in a very long time, actually, Venus Saturn. And um, <laughs> I am. I'm trying to, like, find a good balance between, like, you know. Hooking up when it's needed mm-hmm. and but mainly <laughs> focusing my efforts on relationships, because that's really what I ultimately want. Um, I have been talking to dating coaches a little bit, which has been really cool for me. And, uh, I am also like starting to, yeah, just like do more research on like what, (laughs) how to snatch a man. Basically I like literally, I kid you not. Like I am about to go to a pool party on Saturday, um, like a big queer Asian pool party and I'm super excited for it because you know I want to invest more in community and make more friends and 
Uh, and that just sounds just, fun and hot. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that too. Um, and I'm like, we're, we're hitting the subscribe button. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Please go live uh, yes. while you're there. Uh, <laughs> oh, I might. Yeah. I mean, yes. like, I, honestly, I should, because like, I was, I was going to say that I am so like gung ho about attracting more people and attracting men into my life that like I have been so rigorous with my dieting and my workouts these past two weeks. It's only two weeks. I don't know if it's gonna make that much of a difference, but like <laughs> but you'll feel you it. gotta start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I like, think that stuff does matter even if you're just saying uh like I'm choosing to be rigorous because I know that there's this event and I want to come to this with it. That feels like ritual or, um, mm. it's like the, the, the blessing. Sometimes I think all of these things, you know, can skew either way if you're also doing it in like a punishing way, but in a, I think in a way where it's becomes ritual and preparing you to go in knowing that you are like anointed in your two weeks of work. Yeah, uh, I think that that always, <laughs> always oh, so earthy. You're 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 talking dirty to my Virgo right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm just I'm just freaked out that I like came in so hot asking about your dating life when I have like no actual context clues. I was just I I oh, but, no, but you go, but yeah, you've been work but you've been putting in the work, which just speaks to maybe it's also we're both cancer rising, so maybe it's just like. What are what are you doing? Who are yeah. you fucking? Are you and it and it sounds like you are trying actively dating coaches and rigorous maybe catch a man routines is like this is, I mean I know like hot girl summer, hot boy summer, but it sounds like you're really investing in that mode of life right now. I think that's exactly why you knew to come in hot with the questions about it because you're just oozing dating energy right now. Yeah, you are losing so. dating energy right now. Yeah, like I mean Venus in our first house, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've been I've been like on my shit when it comes to like eating better. Um yeah, dating coaching stuff. Like I am also finally seeing a provider about um getting my supposed ADHD handled. Um, oh, I'm, wow. I'm on Lexapro right now. Super excited about that. And I'm also working out harder now. And I'm also, uh, I went on like this three day binge on skincare YouTube. Like it was just mm-hmm. it was all a lot. The, ev- you're doing everything. Well, I, the, all the plates are full. Yeah. yeah. You're glowing. Also glowing. <laughs> Thank you. And it's showing. <laughs> and who knows who might be listening to this podcast. Who's like, that's what I'm saying. You know what? That's true. Googling, you know, that's true. Slide into yes. the D- slide into the DM question mark. Yeah. Also, Transiting your first house, I wanted to bring up that it seems that you use whole sign, which love. We're placidus, <laughs> but we'll, you know, we're switch, as you say. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, like it's it's whatever. We play yeah. ball. Do you like ride hard for any specific house style or are you um I'm just focusing on learning one at a time, to be honest. And so for me, it just happens Hellenistic happens to be the one that I fell into. The most mm-hmm. easy because I mean, like, like most gays who are into astrology, I found out through, I learned more about astrology through Chani and Chani uses whole house. Mm-hmm. Signs. Um, yeah. And uh, that just happens to be like, you know, the, the circles that I run for the most part, but you know, I don't, yeah, I'm not, we're not judges. Either. Yeah. Yes. I'm not, we're I'm not, in, I'm not into the whole, like, it's kind of like when you're in college, right. And like, you feel like you're, you're told that you're supposed to hate the other school mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and, yes. and you're just like, I'm not going to hate this thing just because it's not 
here. Like, yeah. 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 Well, look, we're not we're not here to be cops. Like, you know, like yeah. that is yeah, just right. not like mm-hmm. if you're judging someone's house system, their style, like, honey, it's all it's it's we're all working with the same ingredients. So just just, well, just in a little different, little different use of the spices. So do you feel like because um you have an early degree rising sign. I have the same. Yeah. My chart really does not change all that much uh, house system to house system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to me, I think it's mm. like pretty easy to go like, yeah, just use the one that works for you. Or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just pick one. Like you're probably going to, you're, this isn't, it is math, but you don't have to like show your work the same. You do have to show your work, but it's like we're all getting to the same. We have the answer key. You get to work backwards. So it's like yeah. your plant, your planets aren't changing. So like just decide which one you like. But I also think <laughs> that if you don't have I know there's people's charts who change dramatically differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I'm like Lisa's one. And so I do get how people Mine are too. like, I need to know who I am. But also then I'm like, I'm just mutable as hell, too. That's like hey just i i also like when it comes to horoscopes i know most astrologers use whole sign and like i but i'm like i'm reading them all so it doesn't really matter to me because i'm like i'm not just looking at my rising or my sun like i'm looking at all kinds of shit so yeah i think i think that's a yeah that's a really great point for me because you know i eventually I don't know when it's going to happen, but I do eventually want to learn all of them. I want to learn all of the systems. I want to, like, I just looked up my chart for the first time in Vedic and mm-hmm. I'm, I was really fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it still makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I think is the most interesting. I think this is like the, the, I guess, philosophical difference between like what you're looking at in astrology anyways, where it is like, well, how actually I find, I don't think it refutes anything. I think it's more interesting if we can get to the same answer a bunch of different ways or like totally figure out how do these actually connect in, instead of going, oh, this is right. This is wrong. And I think that there are some people that are looking to astrology to be a stagnant. This is a yes, no answer kind of place. Or like, what is this date? What do you want? Like, when which, will this happen? What is this? Which I, mm-hmm. I, I know that my, it might just be that we're both mutable, but like, to me, that really sounds like a fool's errand. Cause like, this is all like <laughs> uh, intangible stuff anyway. So like, I don't know like what we're, what that is. Really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's right. Pattern making. We're all just, and it's like what I always tell people when they're kind of, Oh, when you talk, it sounds like, so woo or wow or crazy or whatever and i'm like well i don't know i bet if you just started talking about like the terrible twos which is like essentially mars return right yeah if you just started like talking about that as it was with someone who had no idea what the terrible twos were and you're like yeah no it's like when your kid gets real cranky and starts throwing fits and they're like what what do you mean like but it's you know it's just we we map the patterns a different way than other people do. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the the finiteness of it all. I think Julia, we were at, at the bar the other night and uh with front of the pod Kira Kira Taborn and like we had some bros come up and be like, so you know the stars mean I gotta like, you know, kick my mom out of the house on Friday. And it's like, yeah, exactly like exactly that. That is what nothing, it's all poetic interpretation. Anywho, if you life is so not yes or no, most of the time, there's just free will and suggestion. Um, so I like I like that reminder. Is of, there, though? 
<laughs> True though. I do like the suggestion or, or reminder of of learning other systems though. I think we it's I'm again I'm earthy as fuck. Like I do when I find something that works, you know, I run it down to the to the ground, to the core. And that reminder of why are you loyal to what you're loyal to? I think I even mm-hmm. in astro when I was in astrology school at PSA. Um, I think uh, Rhea Wolf said, like, learn like you know nothing, which I think is an always great place to come back to with astrology as well. Like, you think you know Venus, like, you think you know the moon. Like, we're always, there's, we could talk about the moon ad nauseum for the rest of our eternities. Oh, totally. And, and Vedic astrology YouTube is, well, we just talked about in a previous episode we recorded. Vedic astrology YouTube is very good. You can, I don't really like too much luxury stuff. But that's like something that I get into a meditative state. I can really just listen to it because there is something about like seeing what crosses over of what you might know as a maybe modern or Western astrologer, whatever, whatever, whoever you are listening and seeing like, okay, I don't know what that word means, but what they're talking about sounds like this that I am familiar with. And it's like when you realize like Spanish and Arabic are pretty fucking similar languages. Yeah, yeah. So. Jupiter and Pisces as hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike fucking drop. Well, that's also, I think, I think this is an important reminder of, of systems and looking at things too, because I think, like you said, when we're talking about astrology, we are talking about not, I don't want to say made up things, but we are talking about abstractions and ethereal and uh, poetic and metaphorical. We can also talk about very literal things too um but at the same time like it also is just kind of teaching us how to talk about things and i think if we apply that same thing to yeah well there are also people who can like only see people as the role that they play to them so it's like you are my my mother you are my boss you are employee you are someone i you are stranger or whatever and if we can't (laughs) look at realize that like people also can be put through different systems and viewed in different ways and are different people to different to someone else and just the I think just those ideas of like flexibility and not getting too even if you're familiar with one understanding Mm. that that someone might be looking at it different and it doesn't mean that it's wrong yeah Yeah. how did you get into astrology um I mean it was a Chani Yes, it was a mixture between, I mean, I think watching Sailor Moon definitely set myself up for it. I know that a lot mm-hmm. of, I know a lot of people, especially in my circles that have the same story. Um, I would also say that I initially was into tarot more. Um, and I think it was from... <laughs> It was first, it was from this one date that didn't go well, where this guy like showed me my chart for the first time. Um, it didn't go well, but we haven't talked <laughs> since, but you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> thanks for the chart. Yeah, he did yeah. his job, he did his job. Yeah. Um, Saturn I'd say, trying Venus, yes, <laughs> thanks for uh, clocking in, showing the chart, not get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, um, and then one of my friends, Crystal Dwan, who has been a really good friend to me for the past few years and has been uh, very supportive of my quote unquote spiritual journey, ninth house stuff happening to me. <laughs> um, she also helped me get into it a lot more. Um, and it was, you know, I, I casually studied it cause I wanted to really 
understand what my chart was. And, you know, I bought a workshop from Chani here and there. And it was only like in the beginning of the pandemic that I started studying like really rigorously where I was like, I was going through a lot and I really wanted to just do something for myself and learning about something that I don't expect to make me money was mm-hmm. something that I really wanted to do for myself and magical stuff. Like I, to a degree, always modulate between like not believing in magic and then believing in magic. Um, so yeah, like it was this funny combination of like learning more tarot. Um, I took Susan Chang's self-paced course. It was amazing. I also bought her book. Also great. And we love then, a recommendation on this pod, yes. by the way. Uh, oh yeah. Tarot Correspondences. Incredible book. Um, Cause it gave me like a greater system to look at the tarot with, which is astrology. And so mm-hmm. from that, mm-hmm. um, I started learning f- more from uh, Kelsey Rose Torriche, who is um, my first. She will always be my first. Um, <laughs> and uh, I also learned a little bit from Oak, from Oak Astrology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it just kind of came, went out from there. Like I also joined Kira's patreon for a little bit and she fun and funnily followed me and i was like i didn't know that you did this with your patrons but thank you like <laughs> um and i've just been more and more into the astro twitter scene yeah. i guess mm, what a world what a world what, what an world. Endless, what an endless an endless world uh i'm curious in terms of tarot um do you have I mean, this might be hard. Do you have a favorite card? Do you, is it a card yeah, calling you at this card? moment? What's your favorite card? Right now, right later, but anything I I coming to you. I always say that death is my favorite card. Wow. Um, I guess I do it like kind of be edgy, <laughs> but also, but also Aquarius I, I, moon, everyone just like, a heads Aquarius, up. Yeah, it's a very, Aquarius moon is showing. Yeah, yeah, it's a very Aquarius moon thing where, where, because like, I love correcting people when people are like, Ooh, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm going to die? You know, when they're uh-huh. doing tarot for the first time. Right. Uh, like I love like flipping quote unquote bad cards for people, even though I don't yeah. believe there's, there's such a thing as a bad card. Um, And uh, yeah, like, I just love the idea of transformation. And because like, I honestly feel like I'm constantly evolving as a person anyways, like that's kind of what I always seek out of myself, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like I always look back at myself sometimes even just one or two weeks before and I'm like, I don't know if I know this person anymore to be honest uh, don't you that. love don't you love having the moon as your chart ruler <laughs> i that i'm i yeah. count that to the to, to like i'm yeah, having totally maybe it says we're fresh cancer season i've been having such moon revelations especially with cancer energy where i think people think well cancer they're so nostalgic they like the same old things it's like cancer can flip dude cancer can flip at the drop of a hat depending on what the mood is or what the moon is and just recognizing that there's a lot of change there where I think people think cancer can hang on to certain things and can totally let go of absolutely tons of other shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that's just like, I saw a flash of, I mean, wait, okay, can I tell a quick story? Cause I just remembered it from over the weekend when I went to Palm Springs for a triple cancer friend's birthday about the worst tarot reader we ever experienced as, as Ooh. friends. Okay. Oh, damn. So one night in West Hollywood, 
we go to a friend's house to like pregame to go out, whatever. And his roommate comes home and the roommate comes home and she's like, oh, you got you girls like astrology. I'm a tarot reader. I'm a tarot reader. And we're like, OK, she's like, sit down, sit down. And it's like, this is never a good sign. This is just never a good it's sign. Not, it's not. And then no, she like they make you if they make or you, if they you come run. to you like I see. I just thought that this was me because I have a lot of planets underneath the horizon, you know, mm-hmm. but like I'm very much a supporter of like. I don't know. I think there's a time and place to brag. Like, find I don't, me. I don't pull out. I don't pull out the cards. Like, unless someone asks me. Like, I will mention it in passing, but unless you ask me, absolutely not. Agreed. Look, I could still see the plastic cellophane from the wrap that was around the cards sitting on the floor. Like, just bought, just mm. freshly, freshly, <laughs> freshly purchased cards. And I was like, mm. that's so funny. I was like, oh. Okay, and then she, you know, she sits us down. She she just starts pull like didn't shuffle, did, like just starts pulling. And I was like, and she I'm didn't watching shuffle. Like, okay, it get it gets worse. Dot com. Uh, so she's starting to do my friend, and I I think she doesn't like. I'm I love being an astrologer slash astro podcast slash in the world because when people start being like, well, I'm a reader and I'm in this, and again, not in a judgment zone. I'm like, I just I don't reveal myself too soon. I'm like, okay, well, let me see what you. Let me see what you got. Uh, Same. And she and she pulls out like the maybe maybe she had used them once before because it probably wasn't in card order. She like flips and it's like the sun. Okay, I'm not a tarot reader, so I'm sorry if anything's not called this. And she's sun. She's like, I think you're gonna go somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely going somewhere warm soon. And like then would just flip like the chariots. Like you should get your oil changed. <laughs> it was just like very. It was just so like. I, I could Ugh. it was just a like a to I mean, a a, to can, a yeah. maybe just yeah the surfacey surface you could read but again play with your cards have fun but maybe don't like force someone into a, a reading that's truly I don't even think that was a reading that was like I want to look at my cards for the first time and I'm gonna force <laughs> you upon but this because I'm drunk on you- like expired for loco so like come through bitch wouldn't you accept it though had she been like oh my god you guys i just got tarot cards can yes. i try them yes very that? different phrasing wouldn't very that different be phrasing so right much there. more fun yes i can support and that, that. Be... i can support that naive playful energy there but no no she was already the expert i'm a reader yeah, yeah. i'm a reader i'm a reader this, uh, hang this... on let me peel the price tag off of the the car the cards real quick okay now we're now we're ready. I just couldn't believe she didn't. I was like, do you want me to hold that? Like, can I hold them for a second? But then I didn't want to touch them because I was like, you know what? This is I'm just going to excuse. I'm just going to excuse myself. But we were like, we were reflecting over that on the weekend because it was my friend's roommate. I was like, I was like, what happened to that girl? I was like, I have no idea. She moved out one day. I never saw her again. <laughs> I was like, oh. She probably went off to read tarot. Now she is yeah. uh, like, yeah. tar- I was like, trying to come up with a famous, famous tarot he- name, but head astrologer for yeah. co-star. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> She's Tasha Damn. Tarot. Follow her on all platforms. Tasha- Tasha yeah. Tarot. If there's a yeah. Tasha Tarot listener, he's like, it's not me. Don't no, send but literally, words side on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not mean to libel. But like literally, <laughs> like literally watch her get like a million followers like next year. And we'll hey, do- it, ha- it happens too I know. frequently. Say the worst reading I ever got was also an unsolicited <laughs> reading. And someone was like, every time have- you should break up with your boyfriend. I was there for that <laughs> you were one. There for that. That I'm one was, sure- that was egregious. I'm pretty sure I was coming down off acid too. 
Yeah, like, and like, that person was like attacking, <laughs> and it was yeah. like, well, I, no one asked you to bring tarot cards to this Fourth of July yeah. barbecue, <laughs> with, like all male comedians. Um, oh no, not all male comedians. Yeah, it's oh, yes. <laughs> the only parties we go to. <laughs> the only parties I'm invited to. Um, but I asked this in our uh our Discord for our Patreon some time back, and I wonder if anyone's had thoughts, like new thoughts, or Curtis, you'll have maybe fresh input. I or... saw that they rent tarot cards at the library. How do people Ooh. feel about using a deck that has been used by many hands? Or, you know, may have been used for good or evil, or we don't really know. Yeah. How do we feel about that? I feel like there's some historicalness, some kind of cool energy to it. Also a little bit of, I don't know, vibes. So. Mm. I love me. I love it too, because you know what, if you're using the library, I probably like you, you know, like if you're Mm. using like libraries should flourish. Um, I don't know. I, I, Here's my I, question. Were they in any kind of like uh <laughs> walled off section? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm like, I'm thinking of like a sec because what else I imagined was young people, like kids or teens being able to find a tarot deck and like be like, oh, I want to like see if this is for me. I mm-hmm. don't know really where they live because I... <laughs> I found it during COVID where it was all online stuff searching. So I don't really know. I didn't check them out, but also I would, but I didn't. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thoughts, Chris? Hmm. I'm an either or kind of person because I think that I almost agree with Stevie because I'm like, you have to be a very special person to even know that you can borrow tarot decks (laughs) from a library because I did not know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was just books and not like in, you know, magazines, like not decks, like stuff that you can like lose and stuff, you know, yeah. individual mm-hmm. pieces. Yeah. Oh yeah. So easy to lose. That's something yeah. that just, you, that just gave me an irk. Like, uh, there's probably, <laughs> they're probably missing the cards. Mm-hmm. Bam. I count my cards. I count my cards. Cause I'm so afraid that I accidentally lost one. Um, Whoa. all the time. It's not oh. fun. Virgo. Oh. Virgo. Virgo. Yeah. Virgo Mercury. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Cause then like, I'll end up like questioning every reading that I do. Cause like, well, it was missing that one. But anyways, so I was, because I do think that it is important though, to cultivate a relationship with that deck though. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's kind of, I do understand the value of like actually having your own deck and kind of being like, this is my deck and this deck is talking to me and I don't want this deck to be exposed to other people, but also like, I don't want to be so much of a stickler of people being like, oh, well, you know, it's tainted with other people's energy. Like I, I get it, but also I'm like, I feel like it's not that deep. I don't know yeah. if that. I would probably I just, cleanse too I in get, some capacity. Like the more people that it has touched, the easier it is to get over it. Where it's right. like, it's like your grandmother's deck that she has only touched. That is like a bigger thing where you're like, holy shit, this is like a spiritual experience where when mm -hmm. it's many people, you're like, well, I don't know. There might be some good and some bad, but kind of like with everything else, it probably balances out. Yeah, I would I would treat them like training wheels, you know, Mm -hmm. like a training wheel deck. That's so communal, the library, where I think if I saw a deck at like a Goodwill, I'd feel like, is this haunted by whoever put this in? You know, like I think that more direct one to one seems a little more like, I don't know, versus the library communal. Also, obviously, 
access, you know, costs. Yeah. I think that's all yes. good. But yeah, the, the communal sharing the passing of many hands almost feels like you can almost channel more or the one to one thrift store find. I'd be a yeah. little more like this might be a haunted heirloom. See, I think what I'm realizing is that I because I tarot, I love tarot and I absolutely understand the the connections and I know the the references and whatever I don't know I, but I can't pull for myself so it's not one that yeah. I engage with as much as I do astrology but I do think I like this idea of having uh, a used deck a top a deck with a lot of energy in it because it makes me feel like it's not a direct like line I'm not going to say line to God because I don't mean that but I'm like <laughs> I don't I need separation between like my brain right, yeah. and what I'm pulling that's because I feel point. like when I pull for myself I think horrible thing like I'm yeah yeah same, <laughs> I'm same. Too, I've I've gotten better because I've gone I've like let myself kind of be more free with like um spreads or like I just like one time did a reading for myself and I'm like you're allowed to move the cards if you want like you can if you don't like where this one landed move it around and see if that that order speaks to you because you have to just like practice um I can't believe you useful. said that admitted it to a Virgo hey sorry I know but <laughs> but that's I think it no is I do this, it sometimes like, too okay. it's this direct line I I can flip the cards over if I want or like I can they don't have to be reversed they can be whatever but I think there's something that <laughs> yeah. I I don't like that makes me feel like it's a right there's a right answer and a wrong yeah, answer no, there, whereas yeah. astrology to me feels so open-ended and freeing and like I'm like oh I could have a thousand answers and and each person's thought makes me think 10 new thoughts oh that that's way. interesting I feel Whoa. the exact opposite about tarot because I'm I, I'm like oh tarot's like so mm -hmm. open-ended like it's almost too much for me sometimes where astrology feels more concrete because I have like math and a math yeah. chart in front of me mm -hmm. yes that just made me think, do, uh, I feel like this Saturny talk of like rules, right? And what are rules when it comes to mysticism? Obviously we're floaty, freewheeling, you know, woo-woo folk. But then also when I bring up someone that's like, the sun, it's going to be hot today. It's like, bitch, no, you're not following like the, this is not like, you're out of bounds, okay? This is not what we're <laughs> doing here. Uh, do we have, like, do, what do we think of? It's just well, that of like, do we have any rules we abide by as yes, folks? Absolutely. But to me, what's the, the rule that's being broken about the sun someplace warm is that <laughs> when we're doing is that it's just these, such a bad translation. Well, it's it's so surface. It's not that we've agreed that we're going to like look deeper at something. And maybe you don't know that when you're first starting. But to me, I'm like the rule that's broken isn't like that you got a wrong answer. It's that like, you aren't mm -hmm. saying two sentences about it. You need to like tell a story more or like yeah. divulge something about me that you're seeing yeah, or, also, right. or give of yourself something that you can get. Like, okay, there's nothing vulnerable about saying you're going somewhere warm versus yeah. saying uh, yeah, you like, are warmth. That's also, vulnerable. Mm, also, did this person even bother asking you what your question is? <laughs> Oh no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, that's, See, a, that's, that's the a thing. That's, that's the problem there's a rule right there. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that's the problem because like, do you even care about what the weather is? Because if you're asked about the weather, then maybe that is a good answer to what, <laughs> like, if that was totally. a question, yeah. Yeah. but right. if it's not, then it does seem surface level. I agree. Be 
you know, I don't think that the sun cannot mean that it's going to be hot tomorrow, but yeah, that also depends on your question. Yes. Right. Yeah. I yes. didn't ask what the forecast was, uh, it wasn't, <laughs> don't, yeah, I don't think I, no, she, th- and I think maybe that's the rule is consent. Consent, it seems to be across the board is one that most folks can agree. Uh, I also just got a human design reading and my thing to, from P the fairy, I'll throw out the rack. Very great. Need to have, need to have them on the podcast. Um, and the as a projector, my in in uh, my invitation is to like be invited, yeah. and I think that that's just a good reminder for like for astrology for most things is when you're forcing yourself on someone. I mean, it just already sounds bad, right? Like what I'm saying is like forcing yourself on someone sounds bad because it usually is not. There's no there's no consent there. There's no conversation. So you know maybe maybe your friend doesn't want their chart read or also at this triple cancer's birthday weekend, we had a psychic medium, uh, surprise read us. And you know what? Some people cried and some people were told crazy shit. And uh, that sounds like a great party. It yeah. was so good. It was so fucking good, but I'm also so down. And I've ha- I've also had a reading with that person before literally March 13th, 2020. So, so much has changed since I've seen them and I've never seen them in person. They were so tall. Mickey Jacobs would recommend this psychic. But after conversation with my triple cancer friend, she was like, I feel like maybe I should have checked that people were going to be okay with that. And I was like, I think it was fine, but also yes, because some people were, were kind of outed on some touchy stuff. Some people were very lighthearted and innocent. Mm. So I, in retrospect, I think she wanted to surprise us, which I think was very cancerian and sweet. And like, this is fun. And then once it got heavy, which it totally did right, right away, it was like, oh, I should have made sure everyone was okay with going heavy or doing some kind of event that was heavy. She really threw us off the tracks. We all thought we were getting group massages because she's, she's like, make sure you don't have any body hair. And we were like, okay, what are we doing? And then we had the psychic reading. I was like, what was the body hair about? She's like, oh, I was just trying to throw everybody off. And I was like, oh, that really, that <laughs> really worked. It really did. I did. <laughs> people pay for like waxing and stuff. I know. Um, again, you know, she's got a lot of Gemini placements. Her head, so <laughs> I was covered in ingrowns. Let me tell you, I was like prepared. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, did, I was like, did the psychic need less hair for interference of the yeah. like? portals and worlds. She's like, no, no, no. It's just truly throwing. Can you imagine talking to a, a psychic like that? Like, like, oh, you have, you have too many body hairs. I can't get a reading. Yeah. On you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come back later, but I'm still keeping your money. Yes. <laughs> I think there are a lot of rules that I I've definitely come through and broken and made my own and changed them or whatever. I used to be a person that also would never want my deck to be missing a piece. And now I do a lot of altars and stuff. So I take them out. And that was always really anxiety producing for me in the beginning of like, there's it's there's something not whole in that package. And I don't like that. But that's the point of the altar is to focus on the one thing that you're trying to focus on. So mm-hmm. I that has helped me kind of break that. I am also a late night like warrior before bed. So I do a lot of on my phone tarot like I have a deck on my phone that I do polls and like sometimes like go to bed right away sometimes they keep me up all night because I'm like I'm what do you mean I keep getting death I keep getting the nine of swords how you know whatever and I'm like why 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 and it's because you keep fucking flipping because you're keep you're (laughs) doing it what do you mean why you know you're right now um 
But I do think one of the things I like about the deck that I have on my phone is that it doesn't ever do reverse cards, but it reads you both. Mm. So I, it kind of lets you choose, like, what do you think is kind of more your vibe right now? Like, it gives you the <laughs> meaning they established to the card. Yeah. Um, and so if I find myself being like, well, I'm reverse. Well, I'm reverse. Well, this clearly I'm reverse. I'm reverse. It's like, oh, no, you're reverse. Like, in your head, you're like something. You're anxious and you're like sleepy go to bed like you need to get set, set straight again you know what's funny is that i actually don't do reversals oh really Ooh. yeah um this is also a very virgo thing funny enough i think we're because for me i'm like well that overcomplicates things a little bit for me i think i can get to what we need to say without reversals yeah. and also for this is where the virgo part comes in I, i'm like okay but like how are you shuffling the decks to like make sure that things like go right side up and go into a reversal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, like the way that you we randomize the way that things flip and go over, sometimes I feel like it's not that well like randomized for me. Yeah. So I'm Ooh. just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cut all that out because you know, like I've gotten people, I've talked to people before who are like, oh, I got the Empress in reverse you know, a bunch of times. And I was like, well, yeah, probably because you're shuffling your deck in a certain way. So like, is, does that really mean anything that like, oh, like yeah. you're not addressing what a reverse Empress means? Or you um, flip the card a certain way too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes, or- sometimes I think, but even then this is now I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is still part of it too, where if you're, uh, so like, I would say for me, sometimes I would cut and I'd be like, well, I think reverse is this way. So I'm going to make sure I don't want reverse cards. So I'm going to make sure I'm doing it this way. And so it is like, you are still trying to control that. It. Yeah. And that in and of itself is like, oh, well, ha- that's how you're going to read the cards. And that's how you're going to do that instead of again, like being like me and being like, you can only read one thing. And it's like, no, this, the whole thing is a read, like all, all of it, your feelings that you're bringing to it, this, oh, it doesn't matter if a card's reversed or not. If you're scared about it being reversed, then that should also tell you what might be coming up in this card too. That's a good point. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's just, I think if it is the same with, with astrology where I'll just get very literal, say them, say, let's say, oh, I mean, the moon moves a lot, but we'll just go, I'm in moon mode. Like the moon's in your first house today. Like, are you feeling a lot or running away from feeling like I, for me, it's always like, are we feeling the extremeness of this or the op or, or are we running from what maybe be evoked? And I think of that as like with reversals, like even when I get a reversal and I'm that I'm at a terror level where I am like, Oh, okay. I flipped it. I try to interpret. And then I'm like, well, let me, you know, let me read what the internet has to say about this. And I want to know what both are anyways, because that's the same as how I feel with astrology stuff. Like I want to know what, the low side air quotes and the high side is because they're both probably fairly similar or representing similar keywords or themes or imagery. So again, I think it's that prescriptive thing that people might look for in mysticism or like, well, it's reversed. So it's bad. So you're just done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Levi's yeah. done. It's like, wouldn't that be just as easy if it was like, yeah, come back in three months and try, you can quit life right now and, and, you know, pick <laughs> it up again later. I mean, we do have retrograde periods to rest and, you know, to revisit, but it doesn't mean give up. It means just assess what, what the cards are dealt. Well, I have not to talk about my own chart. I'll stop, but I was going to say something that 
I ha- I have Saturn Uranus conjunct in the third house. So to me, that feels very much like make your own rules is the only rule that it's like, if it, if it's not working, there's no like, um, temple to go to it's all in real life so it's like unless it's helping your real life stuff then it really doesn't matter what you believe or what the thing is so if flipping the card over makes you feel good then you're gonna do then that's what you're gonna do because you need to do these things so figure out a way that you like them and if you're sticking to a rule that doesn't apply to your day-to-day existence then that's a dumb rule like those are the rules you absolutely should break yeah I was going to ask about that's uh same wavelength. I was going to ask about your third house, Chris, and just what your energy or feelings are of having this little third house cluster with your son, with Mercury, with Jupiter. Um, yeah, just any any musings on the third. I feel like the third for me is like mm. not a tough one, but it, I feel like it's one of those where I'm like, oh, it's my neighborhood and my cousins and this like. But I like when I talk with Julie a lot because she's a very third house person. So I'm curious if you have any uh musings on the third house or what you've kind of looked at the third house as yeah um i look at the third house as environmental stuff that like we kind of look at as a part of ourselves or things that we have to regularly interact with i guess it's a lot of things the third house is very complicated for me which i guess most of the quote-unquote dark houses are um Mm -hmm. because right because it can represent siblings your neighborhood you know, local travel, but also like ritual work. Um, and, uh, well, it's yeah, it's that, it, that like, there's something, there is something ephemeral about it because it is like a day essentially, you know what I mean? Like those day, if you're thinking about it in ritual terms of like day-to-day work, it is like a new thing every day all the time. It is the same thing. It's a day, 24 right. hours, you know, whatever sun comes up, sun goes down, but it, it like your days are so I don't know. Some things are the very much the same, but other ways it's like a new thing all the time. Yeah. And it's very weird for me because I enjoy a certain level of routine, but I almost want that routine to offer me some sort of variety and higher meaning because there's Jupiter in there. <laughs> and also, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's the ruler of my sixth and my ninth. So I do need there to be like some purpose to the routine. Like I don't like routines mm. just for the sake of a routine. Like if, if it's, if it gets boring for me, like I'm totally out, like I will start restructuring it immediately or I'll just start like, I don't know, trying new stuff. Cause I like trying new stuff almost as a routine. Funny enough. I don't know if that makes sense yeah, for my yeah. stellium, but um, yeah, like I also have gotten into a lot of ritual work, uh, planetary ritual work. Like, you know, I, I try my best to say the Orphic hymns every, every day for the corresponding planet. And I've done ritual work for specifically for Mercury and Venus because they're my most happy planets and Mm -hmm. um, they're great. I love them. (laughs) Yes. Um, And uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just a busy, I'm a busy bee. You know, (laughs) I I know partially it's from my Mars and Gemini, of course, but I also feel like it's very much from my third house well i think virgo we are big virgo uh like truthers i guess like Uh (laughs) but i think it is that like um you know virgo gets all the routine associations but i think there is something also in like test runs that's very virgo to me where Mm -hmm. it's also it's like perfecting recipes and things like that and like you only have your go-to recipe because you tried all of the other (laughs) 
recipes to figure out what works about all of them. And then you yeah. combine it into the thing, which is a very like sounds um, tedious, but is also incredibly experimental and um, creative and seeking and curious and is like, yeah, that's like tr trying. It's, it's, you know, putting, I don't know, putting, putting energy out there and learning from the failure as well as the successes. And yeah, I and that, I, yeah, it doesn't get celebrated enough. Yeah. And, and I also am starting to realize that it's from that refinement aspect of Virgo too, of, of like, oh yeah, I'm constantly like kind of slightly like changing mm. my routine to like make it perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that those like changes, I'm a big person who's like, I'll take a different route home. I'm not changing huge structural things every day it's not chaos but it is like there's there has to always be allowance for some exploration some going off I of the agree. plan some being able to remain flexible and spontaneous and and allow for experimentation totally yeah like one of my favorite things to do is to try new restaurants in LA like it's one of my favorite things um trying out new events and I because it's funny because with the knowledge that I gather, one of my favorite things, it doesn't happen often, but you know, when people are visiting and they're asking for recommendations, like I'm like, I got you. I got mm -hmm. bookmarks. I got lists. <laughs> I've starred Google maps up yes. on here. I know yeah. when I'm in, I know when I'm near something I ate. Wait, what have you had recently? That's really good. Any recommendations that uh, pop to mind food wise? I haven't tried anywhere new lately, but I've, you know, like little Tokyo places like for ramen. Um, I've been to Tsujita finally. Um, I love Tsujita. Okay. It's so good. Like it's. So good. This is I, little Tokyo. This is ramen. I'm just writing. Uh, I'm just writing this things down. Part, so, so there's one in Sawtell yeah, as well. The one on Sawtell. Okay. I like the annex one more than the other one because there's two. It's very. Oh, I have weird. been to Tsujita. I used to go to therapy on Sawtell. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. I go to the <laughs> annex one because I am very basic with my taste where I like just really strong spicy garlic stuff and the oh, regular yeah. sujita is more like subtle and it's meant to be lukewarm and it's a, a pork broth where the other one is like red garlic mm. um, my okay. friend actually lives in New York and flies here to eat at sujita uh, wow that's a real one he'll like life. try to book stuff in LA so he can come eat there they have their priority straight yes <laughs> um that. Yeah, there's also a ramen place in Pasadena that I like going to. Um, it's called Crab. I don't remember what it is, but right. it's yeah. Well, okay. we'll share we'll share I, links later. I'm 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 sure yeah. of it because I I love a good. I, like I also I sorry just real quickly. I was also yeah. listening to your episode to one of your other episodes that where you were recommending those um, fried chicken sandwich places. Uh -huh. I definitely <laughs> want to try those places too. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you where to go. My hell work yeah. is like low-key the best one in town in my opinion it is we're, we're i would full, not yeah. we're full of wrecks we love i just love an honest wreck i love an honest to goodness wreck uh i love an earth sign recommendation too of like look for the price to travel to ambiance to food quality like it's it's like taking into account all the things but i like bringing up again this kind of always be optimizing slash refining yeah. this that's still mutable earth where it's like well i'm yeah. not gonna just stick to this because I've eaten here for 600 years. I'm going to invite newness into my life. And I think that is like the misconception on Virgo. A lot of the time is that totally. they're just earth and stubborn. 
And it's like, no, that's like Tauruses well, and Capricorns for the most part. So yeah. I think it's <laughs> also, goes out like of this a, conversation. a risk assessment level too. And I love that you have Jupiter in the third too, because I do think it's also like, what's the worst that could happen? You have like a bad meal, a day is ruined. And it's like, what's a day? Like, what is, what is that? It also could be your favorite place that you ever found. It's that like, kind of mm. like willingness to roll the dice with again, like a meal, a plate, a, 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 a bar that you're going to a movie you're watching. I'm like, I'm a big, like, I've never seen, I'm like, uh, it, a movie has to be so fucking bad for me to be like, that was a waste of time. It's just like, no, nah, man, mm. that's like the, that's the cost of admission. You're, you are agreeing <laughs> that these like three hours are gone no matter yeah. what. So enjoy them, figure out how to enjoy them because you're going to have to like get through these three hours, but it could be the best yeah. or it could be the worst, but yeah, also as long as you're, hours. as long as you're going with the friend, like it's still a shared experience. You can be like, man, that sucked. Didn't it like, man, never going to forget yes. how much that sucked. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, I will say though, that like when I am at a restaurant that I know well, and I've been to regularly, like it's very hard for me to, to stray from my typical order though. It's sure. very hard for me to uh. be like, I mean, like, what if I don't like this? So like, I'll just order like, the stuff that I always order. Well, that's mm -hmm. why you have to always bring a new person so that yes. you can oh, share something. Absolutely. You can get like a new app or you can like be like, let's share this like whatever thing. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I love doing that. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Wait, how's like your Saturn return been going? Yeah. <laughs> just to <just a laughs> really yeah. throw this in the throw this in the mix. Any have you are you are you one of those folks feeling it? Did it, did you feel like it was coming for you? I'm curious where, where you're at with it. Yeah. I don't know if it's because, you know, my moon, you know, is quite close to Saturn was se is separating from it at my birth. Like, you know, thinking about it in the way that it is kind of already carrying the lessons from it away from Whoa. Saturn. Um, I haven't been feeling it as badly yet but you know I know that I have plenty of months left to feel it <laughs> um and it's you know if we're going with Hellenistic stuff it's my malefic out of sect and so it's supposed to be harsher for me um but also like it's softened by Venus so I don't know mm -hmm. if that helps at all um mm -hmm. I think maybe my Venus work has been helping um I was advised by um Diana Rose Harper who is incredible to engage in beauty in both my Fridays and my Saturdays Saturn's day as well uh, uh -huh. um uh so you know I've been I've been using like Sailor Moon Colourpop glitter every yes. Friday and Saturday which oh, is what I wore yeah. for our Amazon shoot um yes uh like I took a very long time deciding what I would do to engage beauty on Friday and Saturday <laughs> I really wanted it to be like really true to me and not just like, oh, I'm just going to buy like a painting and look at it for like, yeah. right. Something that you would use. Well, very, very good. Like in something that you would use something that would be yeah part sounds... of the root, part of the routine and ritual just to go back yeah. to these keywords that kind of come up. And I think Aquarian too, of like authentically yeah. expressed and like not the, uh, I don't know, like not sorry libra not like libra it's aquarius like it's that like fixed air shit yeah yeah like i didn't want something that was just like here's a here's a poster of a painting and like i just stare at it like mm -hmm. i'll get the mona lisa by the end of my <laughs> yeah. saturn return um <laughs> yeah and like i i would almost say that i feel like my level my career has been leveling up and 
that's been really amazing for me. Like I've been securing contracts that I didn't think that I would ever be securing. Oh, yeah. um, like at the numbers that I thought I would, because I think that's also been a big Saturn return lesson for me is, is like knowing my worth because, you know, as a queer person of color, that has been always been difficult for me. And I, I did book a few sessions with my new favorite, like career coach, I guess uh, her name's Brianne Huntsman. And she like, there was this deal that I was negotiating. I'm finished with the deal. So it's, it's totally fine that I'm talking about it vaguely like this. Fabulous. Um, they, they were uh I booked a session with them and I was like, oh yeah, you know, like, I don't know about this. Like maybe I'll charge them like, uh, like eight, eight K. And, she, and she's like, absolutely not. You're charging them more than double that. I was like, oh, I don't Whoa, want to. Yes. Um, and, and then the company said yes to like the over double. And, and like, so I could have totally lost uh, out on like literally over 10 K if I didn't ask for more. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, wait, wait, life coach. Is life coach different than dating coach? She's a career coach. So, so she's more like, okay. Yeah. So we have so different, it, co- it, we have many coaches in, yeah, and, in, and in like, your you know, holster I'm, right now, which is, yeah. which is a, which is a very Love leveling it. up move that you're describing here. I totally, think with totally. your coaches, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's really important to understand that like a lot of people who are like, I guess, leveling up faster than what we conceive or what we think that what seems more normal is because they do have coaches that they do have other support systems helping them and resources mm-hmm, to pay for those mm-hmm. things. And like, you know, I'm not like, I'm not paying for like a regular coach session where, you know, I'm paying like one K a month or something like that. I can't do that. But you know, like I just pay for like one-off sessions every now and then to like help mm-hmm. see my life in a different perspective. And it's really helpful. Yes. Ooh. I would say, I would even say, I think coaches are kind of a third house thing. Mm. Mm. because it is like the you hear that coaches you're in the, the third day, half <laughs> they're there they're there for like the practice of of the thing not necessarily like the you know i'm thinking coach versus like professor or right, someone right. who like doesn't yes. know your name and comes yes. in and does the material this is someone who's very much knows your name knows your work and is critiquing your work as opposed to like the field right yeah yeah, that's a great point. I would say like it's both third house and um, eighth house stuff, like mm-hmm. like yeah, that other people intimacy, other yeah, stuff, sharing sharing mm-hmm. of knowledge, and also the fact that Saturn's in my eighth house. So, yep, there well, we go. I noticed that you have had uh, Jupiter transiting your Moon, and it's retrograding, so it'll go back maybe all the way. Um, how do you feel about that? I feel like I briefly looked at planets in transit. And it mentioned a time of kind of self-security, feeling good about yourself, um, but also like kind of seeing where the past has gotten you to the present. And since we do Mm. have like the retrograde Mercury retrograde shadow period happening as well, have you been focusing on that or do you just feel like you're go, go, go? No, totally. I mean, you know, especially with the Saturn um, return, I think it's been very helpful for me to really learn how to say no to stuff, which I know is like a kind of a cliche with Saturn uh, returns, but that is really something that's difficult for me because I have my moon in my eighth. So like, I really enjoy intimacy with people and I enjoy, like, it's really difficult for me when someone's like, I really like you. Do you want to do this thing for me? Even though like you might not have time for it. I'm like, yeah, totally. Let's do it because, you know, I I like being picked and I like, and I have a Mm -hmm. lot of anxiety and stuff around 
being afraid of not being chosen or really valuing being chosen or having a lot of scarcity mindsets around being chosen for stuff. Um, um, but yeah, no, like I've been, it's funny that you mentioned that cause I didn't think of, you know, Jupiter transiting over my moon a lot, but it really feels like this is one of the first times in my life, to be honest, where I actually feel quite content about where my life is um, because I'm You're here sure talking you, to us. You've been yeah. chosen. <laughs> <laughs> the real mark of success. Yes. And <laughs> talking to a bunch of three astro bitches, just, just kicking it up. Ever since I got invited onto What's My Sign, my skin is cleared up. My. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, my God. What like, an endorsement. Did my taxes. <laughs> I think Honestly, sometimes we look at those moon transits and we think like, because it's if it's your natal moon, it's much different. But when you see a lunar transit, the lunar is transiting, you know, the moon's transiting mm-hmm. Jupiter, that goes by in a day or, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. but the Jupiter transiting the moon, that can be longer term and it can be a little bit more. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, yeah, like I, I definitely am also was really trying to enjoy when Venus was in Cancer and trining uh, Jupiter in Pisces. Like, I think that trying to really hold on to the sweetness of that time too, because it's especially good for Cancer risings and Pisces risings. And I would also say Scorpio risings too. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, please don't fucking leave me out of this conversation yeah. <laughs> or I will sue I'll, you. I will cut you. Um, uh, yeah. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that transit too, because I think it was also in the reading that I got from Diana that she pointed out that, oh, it's like the moment that Saturn, like in terms of degree, like hit my Saturn very specifically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jupiter was quite on my moon and also the moon was quite on my Jupiter. So, oh, okay. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're feeling good. (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We talk a little bit about it in um, our, our, our in the stars prime video, but this is an Aquarius moon at the end of the day. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, they are, they can be slippery ones. Uh, how has, I, I feel like a lot of people have like told us, like I Google Aquarius moons and it just goes, wow, like, like, sh- like there's like a shrug to really you'll just Interesting. never, or like this, like you'll never really know, or, you know, try to figure them out. I dare you. So I'm curious if you've had any growth or understanding or new connection to a moon that I think many might shake their fist at this guy and go, I'll never know you aqua moon. Yeah. Um, I mean, starting off from the very simple delineation that, you know, I process my emotions and my needs from a very intellectual Mm. brainy standpoint, it, uh, sometimes it can feel feel like a weird fit, you know? Like, I think, like we've talked about during our, I don't think it made it onto the cut. I hope that's okay to say, but it didn't make onto the cut, but I was like, I was talking during our recording for um, In the Stars where it took me a while to actually understand what my feelings were because I would think about my feelings in the way that I think. So yeah. I, I talked about how my therapist would be like, how does it make you feel? And I was like, I just think that this person doesn't have their ish together. And then, <laughs> and then my therapist would be like, okay, that's not a feeling. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, like how do you, like, how do you feel like in your body? Because I think it's, it's very easy to feel like not, a, not attached to my body. Like I remember mm. making this tweet that did pretty well amongst, I guess, a lot of Aquarius people. I, I, I was like, I was like, 
Aquarius moons, I'm so sorry to inform you that you still have a body that you have to take care of. And, and everyone like was retweeting it being like, uh, 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 thank you. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Which I think encapsulates us pretty well because like we don't really, you know, air matched with like what our needs are. It can feel very like, you know, mm. thinking about needs, but not like actually feeling our needs. Um, and actually figuring out what our needs are because we want to like keep thinking and stuff. And sometimes that is a defense mechanism. Um, I will say though, that something that I've learned recently that I've, I guess realized when I was just musing about my Aquarius moon, which as I do as an Aquarius moon, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is that Aquarius moons can be very good at handling conflict resolution, you know, like handling disputes, you know, because I think one of the gifts that I've discovered about being an Aquarius moon is that there is a way to honor someone's emotions because like, you know, honoring them as like real facts or data, you know, being very airy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, but also understanding that those aren't the only factors that should go into some sort of a conflict or argument. Um, Mm -hmm. like I recently for my Mars retrograde, I took, um, I took this class called Decolonize Trauma-Informed Nonviolent Communication. Mm-hmm. I know it's a mouthful, but <laughs> it was this really, really great class that really taught me how to handle conflict a lot better because I'm very uncomfortable with conflict. Like I, I freeze up and I can bend over backwards for people just to like stop the conflict from happening. Mm-hmm. And it gave me this detachment because, you know, I was taught concepts about how everything that we do is broken up into... Uh, needs and strategies to get those needs met. And, you know, as an Aquarius moon and as a Virgo, like, I think that really spoke to me and helped me. Like it really helped me after taking the class to actually work on conflicts with other people in my life. Like I remember something that I said, stepped on someone's toes and they clearly were really upset at me. And as an Aquarius moon, like, I think it was helpful for me to remember what I learned and to be like, Hey, Mm. so like, in a, this very like detached, but still compassionate way. Cause I think Aquarius are still very compassionate. It's just that they're yeah. detached, compassionate. Um, <laughs> they're, I, I was able to be like, Hey, like I'm noticing that I said something that activated you. Like, you know, it sounded like a need was not being met. Like what, can you tell me what need was not being met for you? Um, so that way I can tell you whether or not I can meet it for you. Um, mm-hmm. Because like, you know, like I want you to be comfortable, but like, I can't, adjust my behavior until like you tell me like what what's wrong I think it's just it's yeah I think that's so beautifully put and you're right that I think that the compassion is is there it's just not the same like emotional or like physical reaction it's not reactive in that way and I think that that is kind of like the it just is making me think of like real fixed fixed qualities where it is this thing where it's like no I'm not I'm not going to just be reactive all of a sudden because I'm thoughtful about my, like, no, I'm thoughtful about this. I'm thoughtful about relationships. It doesn't matter what you're bringing to me. I am fixed in this capacity where it's like, I process my emotions through an intellectual lens and I can't not be thoughtful about them. And I think people want you to be because a lot of people are 
less principled in their emotions, less Saturnian, less uh, intellectual, certainly intellectual and communicative, but it's these things of like people, I hate to say, let their emotions get the best of them. But I think it is like, that's the thing that we don't like about fixed sign energies or feels un, uh, how do right. we get it? Where yeah. it's like- I love that. You, yeah, how do you not ever- like play yourself in that way and it's like not nah, because i'm fixed yeah and, 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 and also yeah and also i was gonna say that like i do play myself in just the opposite yes. way that most people do right like because yeah. i say all the time to my friends and my therapist i feel this way and i know that i shouldn't feel this way when yeah. that's bullshit like yeah like, i should be allowed mm. to feel whatever i feel yes mm -hmm. absolutely yes, Ooh, should exactly. should what a yeah. word yeah mm-hmm no, but I think that that's good. And I think that also a lot of people just haven't been taught that um, you can validate your feelings are real. They are not. I like how you said that not the only source of information and not the only thing to be taken into consideration when we're dealing with the situation when we're making decisions. And I think a lot of people just have been so not taught to um, hold their feelings the way that Aquarius does too. I think for other people too, a lot of people aren't used to hearing um, someone acknowledge that you can understand that they have a need that needs to be met and you might not be able to meet it, but you see it and you want to hear about it and you understand it. I don't think people have a lot of that in their life at all. And I think that that can be really triggering for people in a way that's, um, not intentional. Like you, you are, you're doing the right thing, but because people then realize how many times that hasn't happened in their life, I think it can be really disorienting for folks. For sure. Mm. Yeah. I think like the vase can hold a lot too, you know? And I think like, I think of Aquarius is like sometimes, sometimes I think of like a pot, like a terracotta pot where it like absorbs some of the water itself. But sometimes I think of it as that like hydro flask where you're like, how does it fit so much water? Like, it feels like there's more water than <laughs> it's like, still cold drinking yeah. it all yeah. day. And like, I, there's still some, like it can hold a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know if maybe this is also because I'm moon ruled and I'm an Aquarius moon. Like the pot overflows plenty of times. Like, oh, I've, of course. <laughs> I've, like I've cried uncontrollably after holding in a lot. Um, yes. uh, you know, not in a volcano type, not in an explosive volcano type of way, but literally like I've broken down not in a finite number of times where like, you know, I was being too rigorous or hard on myself or too Saturnian with myself. Um, which yeah, it's it's funny that we're talking about metaphors because um I really liked Austin Kopic's uh comparison where he he's like oh, it's literally a cloud like you know air like it's a cloud where like it it holds moisture but it has to like release eventually mm -hmm. and it's funny because yeah like it's not like I don't cry like it, but it in a very Aquarian way I find myself crying more at like big world events than I do with like my own oh. stuff you mm -hmm. know like you know when when tragedies happen you know like if i don't know when the pulse when the pulse shooting happened like i i cried mm -hmm. like yeah yeah you know. yeah no, it, I think that well, totally makes that, sense that, that was a huge one yeah that was a, that, <laughs> that was a huge yeah one. obviously <laughs> makes sense for very uh, obvious reasons but i think also that idea of like uh understanding i think there can be something not trivial about a single person's um pain not because their pain is trivial but because it's like well every existence is suffering everybody feels yeah, pain why me. is mine more important why is <laughs> mine me. more important than this that's but whereas me. we get these collective moments you know we're all like oh we're all feeling this together we're all in pain this is affecting so many 
people and us on so many levels and everything too, that it's like, you can't help, but you're, you're not, like you said, you're a compassion, it's compassion and all of that, where it's like, you can see in other people. So you also allow yourself to do it, but not because it's like, I'm entitled to feel bad and cry right now. There's something indulgent and you know, there's not, again, I'm speaking from a you know, well, and Aquarius being so obviously, yeah, <laughs> Aquarius is so community minded. So that I think, like you know, to to use Pulse as an example, obviously it's very directly impacted a community. And when we think of Aquarians also being so futuristic and knowing that this can can impact the future and is impacting the future, there's just something that um that can be universal in like that connects on an individual in the universal. Right. Um, well, and obviously that was like, and from- tragic as fuck. <laughs> so like, uh, I don't know, having that vessel too to like, to, to express, um, feels very Aquarian, like having the vase as the vessel of like, can I cry into you? And it's like, yep, I'm here. That's I'm your crying vase. So like, let her, let her rip. Well, it also, I feel like, like we were saying too, in terms of like, what are we taking into consideration here? A big mass, event like that is not a subjective emotional reaction to a thing it's an objective awful thing too so Mm -hmm. it is also something where it's like oh yeah this is this is absolutely have your feelings about it and absolutely we should take this into account because it's data like this is awful upsetting data Mm -hmm. and that to me is so awful moon I think it Mm -hmm. takes away faith in a lot of ways and I I have a, a lot in the 12th house so a lot of my you know instinct comes from faith but I think that it's like, first you lose faith in that someone would ever fucking do this. You Mm -hmm. lose faith in humanity. Then there's that hope that almost grows where you're like, maybe now things will change. And you kind of know that like, they're not gonna take away the guns. They're not, they're not gonna stop hate. They're not like, I think that is also so sad to me. That moment Mm -hmm. of being like, it doesn't matter, you know, like, it's just this like, should be so it. selfish yeah yeah it, it's it's funny that that we're we're going in this direction because like i think i was thinking a lot about the capricorn new moon because i think it happened around the same time as the the um the capitol hill riot mm-hmm. um like mm-hmm. i i felt so invested in talking about that because i think for both saturn ruled planets like i think there there is I think there's a very special gift in like, you know, having a Saturn, like a malefic world moon, even though people are like, Ugh, about no. it. Um, <laughs> well, I think, I think, I think for it. I'm very thankful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be- because I-, I think there's a gift in having a moon in that, that position because the, the way that I, I, the epiphany that I had when I wanted to talk about it was like, I think there's a, there's a gift with those moons to like, to be okay with things not being okay. You know, mm-hmm. of, 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 of like, of like, you know, kind of future oriented ish with Aquarius where it's like, we're not there yet, but like, we'll get there eventually Mm -hmm. as long as we all work hard. Well, and you're certainly, you're certainly not going to get there without hard work and being uncomfortable and doing those things too. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the thing of like, we're definitely, we're, we're not there and that sucks and we're deaf and we won't ever be. So we might as well try. Yeah you know yeah saturn yeah i mean it's it's a different it's the flip but i like i I like it i don't know any other way i love all that 
Um, <laughs> sort of a different tune, but uh, mm-hmm. should we play the game? Yeah, I was like, yeah. we do have a game. Ooh. We have a little game to, to, to close us out. Maybe you've heard of it. Mary Fuck Kill. Are you familiar? Of course. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Um, so we play a little round, two rounds of Mary Fuck Kill. We are playing with celebrities that share your big three placements. Ooh. So first round will be, I couldn't find any big three matches. It's, you know, it's not yeah. as easy out here, yeah. folks. But we first round will play. start. I know that it's, I know there's a database, honestly. Well, no, we just need to start like, uh, I guess it's hard. I mean, privacy's dead anyways. So <laughs> I think I like, I'm just imagining like people that cold called family members and astrologers like back in the day, because I've heard of stories oh, yeah, of this yeah. where they literally like <laughs> called Bob Dylan's mom and he, they were like, Oh, oh right. yeah, he, he was born at six 30 AM or whatever. We just need to start sending emails to celebrities, moms, uh, start reaching out where it's like, this is, this we is, should actually, that's a good idea. I know there's debates about whether or not it's ethical to look at celebrity charts and things like that, but it's like, they are oh, our modern mythology, <laughs> mythological characters. And like, what else we're lo- we're looking we might as well have accurate data yeah so also like it's it. all theory you know yeah, like it's it's, exactly. it's not like we can't know that much about them like we could be totally yeah, wrong we don't, from we our don't interpretation know them right so we don't let us let we us don't know them let them live <laughs> let them look and also maybe we need to work in some sort of like archival research yeah, program at some major I, astrology institute yes. where we get like funding from some rich yeah. people where we are paid to just hammer the phones and call you know, Shakira's yes. mom or whatever, then, you know, yeah. and figure out <laughs> and I'll, get the time. I'll times. fly across the country and knock on doors. Sure, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, exactly. door I'll go door to door. I don't care. I'll get those times. <laughs> All right. We've got first it. round is some Virgo sun aqua moons. Uh, I love this bunch. What a goofy troop. The first we're going to play Mary Fuck Hill with David Copperfield. Billy Ray Cyrus and Heidi Montag. <laughs> I wow. love this one. <laughs> Wait, who can can you give me a brief synopsis of who Heidi is? She's, oh my god! Yes, do you, do you know Laguna Beach, the hills? Heidi Barely. and Spencer uh, and Heidi. Heidi and Spencer. Oh wow, you have a oh Heidi and Spencer. Okay, mm-hmm. Heidi yeah. and Spencer, and you can yeah, if you need a Google image, yeah, Google briefly to fine. get a look to give a look. If you're like, I don't really know, like let me give a let me get a vi- you know, this is Mary Fuck Kill. Sometimes we need a visual assessment, you know, like yeah, what I absolutely Spencer. fair. So David Copperfield. Actually, I need to see what David Copperfield. Oh, I guess. So, like I guess lately. I'm wrong. <laughs> I thought Heidi was a Capricorn. No, she's Vir- she, she's Virgo. But that's what I'm like. But uh, what's her name? Cavalieri is a Capricorn. Cavalieri is uh, a Cavalieri. Cavalieri is a Cap. And also um, Cavalieri. Someone sent me a link once. She's also going to be on the next episode of the Hills reboot. Um, Cavalry's triple cardinal caps caps on Aries moon cancer rising. Dang. Mm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just some fun um, Hills Laguna beach facts for you. So yeah. Heidi Montag famous from Spidey in the Hills, but we have David Copperfield, Billy Ray Cyrus, Heidi. Oh, Montag. This is so, wow. This is, this is a good bunch, but I kind of low key don't <laughs> like any of them. No, that's so, yeah. Why that's good. kind of the that's thing. So that's kind of that's why just good. making sure, just making sure. Just making yeah. Sure. Okay. We're not like all David Copperfield yeah. heads over here. <laughs> no, no, we go every summer. Not everyone wants to fuck David Copperfield. Just kidding. Well, um, we'll find I'm, out. I'm going to fuck David Copperfield. I'll start. I'll start. I'm going to yeah. fuck David Copperfield. I mean, there's so many comedians who have jokes about fucking magicians. And I just, th- there's like, I, I can't not 
fuck David Copperfield. That's like a good story. I want there to be tricks. I want it to be awful. <laughs> I want to see a, like some kind of creepy magician lair sort of thing. It's just going to be like, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want anything long term, but I do want, this is going to be a good story and I'm going to have yeah, a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's going to be awful. I am going to marry Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, wow. I... I want to be part of a country dynasty. I want, like, I want in. This is a very easy one. This is a very professional move for me. Very much a, <laughs> okay, okay. um, like, this is very much a marriage of convenience. Very mm. much. Um, but I also <laughs> think that I, we would get along in that way. Like, I, he gets it. He's, an, he's an Aquarius. I see, move. I see this for you, actually. Like, as soon as you said that, I was like, no doubt in my mind. Yeah. On that. He gets it. We're going to have a good time. We're going to laugh. We're going to maybe do a music project together. Whatever. Yeah. We're Nashville. Gonna, yeah. We're Nashville royalty. I'm loving it. And I'm killing Heidi. Although I will say finding out she's a Virgo aqua moon does make me like her a little bit more, but I just like, I just like, didn't, I didn't like it. And, and I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, sorry. Mm -hmm. So I have, I had a similar instinct to yours and I'm scared that (laughs) Because I was like, obviously you're gonna fuck David Copperfield, but then I started thinking, what if he has some sort of like connection with you after that? Like you have some sort of Mm. spiritual exchange happen. I can't. So (laughs) I'm going to kill him. I'm terrified of him and I'm going to kill him. And my backup, I'm gonna marry Billy Ray. Obviously you're gonna marry into this. For me, I'm, I'm Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. I'm marrying for the money. I'm there. Miley mm. money, Billy Ray. I don't care. I'm in yeah. the house. Yeah, and Heidi doesn't have money. I know that for a fact. Heidi, uh, <laughs> I do not like, but I am. Okay, that's good information for me. That's good information. Sexually for me. attracted to her. I feel like that yeah. works for me. We're going to have sex. Then I'm going to go home to Billy Ray. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I get mm. it. And now I'm just thinking about like, dude, I want to do straight up like a, mag- a magician's, a magician's pussy or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> sign, sign me up. I'm going to explain that to your future partners. Be like, sorry, um, I fucked David Copperfield one time. And now uh, I don't know. There might be a dove that comes out or like, <laughs> pulling the, pulling the scarves. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's actually a time machine. Hop uh, in. <laughs> it saws you. My pussy will saw you in half. <laughs> like he, he, he rabbit's a, feet yeah he eats a diamond and it comes out of out of out of it is this he pulls Ooh. a quarter from behind your labia just like <laughs> <laughs> got your nose was this was this your card <laughs> okay okay enough. oh my god chris you have yours chris i mean i don't know if i have like an, anything more exciting to say like i i like i'm i was trying to go very calculated with everything too so i kind of match up with julia like um, because I, I agree. Like I, I, cause are I you taking thinking, notes by the way? I am. <laughs> okay, Virgo. <laughs> I am. You got to remember the names. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I feel like I can get kind of scattered with the way that I think too. So I love, no, uh, I, I just, I'm just imagining this kind of like, um, fantasy football spread. Like, okay, well, yeah. if I bring Montag in at the very last minute, this could really double down the, the, oh, the I offerings thinking- I have. I was thinking, listen, like as wrong. like as a seventh house Capricorn, like I take my friendships very seriously. Like it's a job. It's my uh-huh. new job. You're mm-hmm. my new job. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say because I was initially gonna be like, oh, maybe I could marry like David Copperfield because it would be like, you know, a good PR move for, totally. for me. And but also I get annoyed at them like, you know, pulling a quarter out of my ear every day mm-hmm. in the morning, yeah. probably. 
Um, but you know, like thinking long-term just like for sex, like I think that since, you know, magicians are good with their hands, like I think that would be great, like regular sex. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do agree, like just marrying into money with Billy Ray, like that makes a lot more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, Top you know, I forgot has to be loaded. No, like I forgot oh, about the Miley sure. money. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but also at the same time, like, you know, I know that there's been like tension between in the past between Miley and Billy. And so I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to marry I into that family. Oh, um, yeah. uh, and knowing that Heidi doesn't have money. She really doesn't like, yeah, they talk, they kind of talk about it. Like I might. Yeah, so you might it, just it, have it, to it, kill it, her because she's poor. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> uh, sorry. We're yeah, doing not it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> and we all know how hard it is to be a poor person in this if, country. So if I come was on. sexually attracted to her, I would have done it. Also, just in context, she's rich compared to like most most yeah. human yeah, beings. But of these three, for basic needs. Yeah, no, she's talking. She's, she's like talking OG, hair vitamins. You know, she's doing the Lord's work. OG and she's influencer, Christian. OG influencer type shit. But this is like before you were making money, so it's like living I know. the lifestyle without being able to like be paid to product endorse and things like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure she does mm-hmm. now, but at the time, it's like well, they sell oh, crystals no. now. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole that's the whole racket. All I, right, I wish uh, I had a more exciting answer. I don't know. I loved it. That was, no, was some, perfect. What do you mean? I yeah. love and this. some and sometimes it's 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 across the board. Like the answer is clearly right. Yeah. I am. I am a Hills head, so I am going to fuck Heidi. I want to go to their Santa Barbara house, even though I just heard they moved to Santa Monica recently. Uh, I want to I <laughs> want to tell they're in t- they're local and uh, they're in, they're around and available. that's an affordable lift i want their to- third house um that's not affordable lift in, the, in, this, in this culture uh True. so i yeah i would fuck heidi just also heidi when you boil her when you hear her sound bites stripped away from the, the noise of the hills laguna beach cash she's like a fun nice virgo like that's the thing that people forget about heidi she's a yeah. fun nice virgo she's popping champagne she's having a good time she also has a really good pop single. So I'll fuck her. I think I will marry Billy Ray for all the reasons stated that we've all been agreeing on. And he's got a vibe. And I liked what he did with the little Nas X collab. I feel like he's like a cool guy. And also Achy okay, Breaky yeah. Heart. When, yeah. when you're selling albums, that thing, <laughs> I mean, he's set for life on Achy Breaky Heart alone. Yeah. And then I'll kill David Copperfield, just not sexually attracted enough to do any of yeah, the no. fun moves there. I uh, I will I will marry Billy Ray if he shaves off that fucking that fucking soul patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there there could be some style changes, but hey, I've pretty much everyone I've dated started dressing better, so we'll 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 cross yeah. that bridge. Uh, Virgo, I I know, a few I other oh yeah, a common theme in that. Mm, you what? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I just buy, cl- I just buy things and be like, you should wear this and start tucking in your shirt. Um, so some other Virgos and Aquamoons just to, just to know Sophia Loren, Bill Murray, Joan Jett, Phil Jackson, Regis Philbin and Jean Smart. Okay. Virgo sun, cancer rising. This another interesting, they're always, I think I say this about every time it's always an interesting bunch, but mm. this one kind of like Cameron Diaz, Ooh. S- Stephen King, and Jack Black. Aww. Stephen King, the comedian or the author? The author. That, that's a joke for no one. That was a joke for <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Ooh, this is good. This is good. Mm-hmm. 
random, but it's that cancer rising, right? Random, but I don't like there's a likability across the board that we're just like, yeah, mm, familiar. Ooh, fam- some familiar, some familiar faces. Oh God, I'm so torn between marrying Stephen King or, or Cameron Diaz. Mm. The question we ask ourselves when we wake up every morning. Yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> it's tough. When we get our cootie catcher out. Who yeah. will, which one will I pick? <laughs> <laughs> He, she loves me. She loves me. Not. Mash. You're okay. You're going to marry Stephen yeah. King and live in a shack. Uh. <laughs> that, tra- that tracks. It's very Stephen King. <laughs> you have 20 million grandchildren. Because uh, I, I mean, like, he must have a lot of money from all of those books, for right? Sure. Like, definitely oh, the richest sure. of them. And all of the, like, uh, shows and movies. Yeah, licensing. Yeah. Also, oh. like, I'm a morbid person. Like, I love I love his books. Like, I would, I would love to just talk about society and 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 like dark mm-hmm. shit all the time with him pop in twitter if for all the twitter fans mm-hmm. yeah. oh, yeah, he's always always going off on twitter but also like you know camera d is like you know eternal babe and yeah. i mean jack like, black oh, while we're here i, mean, I know yeah. tough, tough i know i know huge fan this is a really right. this is maybe one of the hardest ones we've ever done this really is a hard one i'm still mm-hmm. is anyone who's ready um, I think I can go. Chris, are you all ready? Right. No, I'm not. I'm not ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will never be ready. <laughs> you will. I okay, promise. that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Everyone have yeah. a great day. <laughs> Bye. I'm sorry to do this, Uh-oh. but I think I am going to kill Stephen King. Wow. Okay. I think I am. I think that he is going to explore death and love exploring that. And I think wow. he'll be. I was going to say, world. I was, I was going to say he would have liked going out like that. Right. He, mm-hmm. would, he would like in a it. Mary fuck kill as he always yes. kind of envisioned for himself. And also I feel like we're going to have probably the least to talk about. I have read a few of his books, but I'm, I'm like very scaredy horror person. Like, comedy mm-hmm. horror like makes me have nightmares so i feel like his house is not a place for me um i am going to marry cameron diaz because i mean come on icon i just watched my best friend's wedding again she's so uh, good at that. so charming she plays such a fun version of that character like 20 year old engaged character or whatever it's she just, i don't know <laughs> incredible um that and- laugh I mean, we the all laugh, laugh. The convertible, the whole, the everything. Um, and I'm going to fuck Jack Black. I mean, I'm a comedian. He's a comedian. I've slept with enough male comedians where it's put another notch in my lipstick case and <laughs> hopefully he'll book me on a show. He's just a statistic to you. I love that. <laughs> yeah. This is so ver- This is getting so Virgo. I'm just, oh, I love it. God, man, you really made it. You really painted a picture for me of being married to Cameron Diaz. And now I'm remembering all of those like peak us weekly tabloid pictures where she's like surfing in the morning and mm-hmm. paddle boarding. And don't stuff. forget she we owns have- a wine line right now. As yeah, well. I know. I'm like she, she has, has her name from. Wait, it's something from my best friend's wedding. Yes. It is. Yeah. No. It yeah. No. No, no, it's, <laughs> oh, it's uh, Kimmy's wine. Kimmy? No, it's something. No, the song she sings, or it's something. Oh, oh my god, I love. Okay, what is the wow. wine called? Well, it's called like Aline or Aileen. It has like uh, a oh very... Abilene. That's where she's yeah, Abilene. From, like, or that's she like says, she she says a. We went two stepping in Abilene, Abilene or something in the movie. Pop, yeah, dislocated wow. her pelvis. Low key, low key. Wow. I've seen that movie so many times. It's 
not even funny. Um, but I also, God, it's 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 between. Obviously, it's between Cameron Diaz and Jack Black. Yeah, maybe it is. You know what? No, you did. You sold me because now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna Virgo it and know the the things where you're right. I know, I know Jack Black would be fun, but also like. I don't know. He's like the performer in the house. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be, he's going to be not, not in a bad way, but it's like, nah, man, he needs someone that's going to like, let him, let him go be him or whatever. And I just think <laughs> me and Cameron would have a mm -hmm. really fun life together. And oh yeah, um, I love this. Like out, I'm trying to transition into a more outdoorsy kind of active, but like fun uh like what like picnicky active yep. outdoor not like um punishing physical activity outdoor <laughs> and i feel like she's the like she's the partner i need for that yeah. and then i'm gonna Glamping. kill stephen king yes exactly exactly but like with nice charcuterie and yes stuff, like mm -hmm. yeah like this my idea of camping is like yeah. sitting on my backyard with like a wooden board. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's a lot of like gauzy fabrics and things mm. and we're drinking the Oslin. wine and we're we're hosting dinner parties and events and th food and beverage thing. I'm here for it. And then Stephen King, I think he like we have to kill Stephen King. It would be like yeah, it would be he, his honor. <laughs> he, that's what he wants. Mhm. Mm He's a writer. He knows that's he's the right choice. And if we had the opportunity to like, he's gonna fucking marry Jack Black and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, it's true. Like we're we're idiots if we're like actually I'm fucking Stephen King. It's like come on. <laughs> well, you here. never. But also I mean, fuck Stephen I mean, King. Never. Yeah, I mean that would be such a great story, right? To be like, I know. yeah, I fuck Stephen I know. King. But At the was. same time, I totally get it too. So, um. Yeah. Right. I'm I, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna th I'll throw in I think I'm on the same path as as my cohorts over here. Love your work, Steven. But you've I think if he died to you know he's done it he's done Prolific. it folks yeah he's Prolific. done it folks. Uh, Cameron Diaz. I mean I make her signature Cameron Diaz corn snap pea salad all the time. So I'd love mm. to just be married and eat those corn roasted corn snap pea salad. She totally turned me on to like really nice salt like i'm just i love cameron diaz that laugh and also i mean i think she'd be thankful that we're taking her away from benji madden um so that's Ooh, yeah I i'm gonna marry wanted to marry as a youth <laughs> i mean wow. i love uh i would marry and fuck and absolutely not kill that whole madden's with the nicole richie cameron diaz in-laws circle that's the reality show i need um mm. and then i would fuck jack black jack black's hot charming i remember i feel like like a couple months ago it was like everyone's like wow i didn't know jack black was hot i was like yeah fat men are also hot he's got great energy he's, yeah he's just he's just a good watch the holiday everyone oh my god speaking of uh, cameron the diaz holiday and jack black, and jack black. black together oh wow uh, we're gonna have to wow. look up like the date release. Date I love the holiday. Date. Yes, love the holiday. You can watch it. Here's a tip: any time of year, folks. It's all it's good. True. Let it's it so into good. your life. So that's my results. Um, Chris, I hope he didn't scare you away from Stephen King. Yeah, if <laughs> no, you want to no. fuck him, fuck him, please. No, I'm I'm marrying him. I'm fucking him every Yay! day. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I want. <laughs> yeah, I want his. I want his money. I want yeah. to talk about dark shit with him all the time. I want to be the yeah. inspiration for his next book. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, the Chris Lamb know. Diaries. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be it, but it'll be called like uh, 
I was gonna say Silence of the Lambs. It's not that, but it'll be Whoa. like lamb, yo, lamb, yo. I made that joke the, before. I love that. <laughs> lamb to the slaughterhouse or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you'll be like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like you know how Taylor Swift writes about her exes, like yes, I, but better. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, Stephen King, he is getting older. And so, you know, like, I'll be able to inherit his money and get me yeah. like a young, a young guy to like, you know, to pay a young guy to be my husband after he's dead. Smart. Um, and uh, I'm going to fuck Cameron Diaz because I mean, why not? Is Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Um, uh, Universally hot. Yeah. Wait. Would be a great story. Um, especially for me. And um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm sorry. I Jack default Black, I'm gonna, someone. I'm, yeah, That's I'm gonna okay. kill. I'm gonna yeah. kill him. I think because... he would die funny. He would do oh, a yeah. funny yeah. thing. So that would be fun. He would do that like cartoon thing where he like dies and then like comes back. You like leave yeah, the yeah. room and you'd ah. be like, oh, <laughs> a bunch of times. <laughs> I just love. I love the idea of like Chris Lamb, Stephen King's widow. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, the new Twitter bio. Stephen like, Stephen is survived by his husband Chris. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like best believe that I will invite the tabloids to the funeral. Yes. I will, yes. and like I will wear like my entire arm will be like gold. Yes, like gold bangles. Oh, yeah, and, and and I'll just be like, oh, I'm so. Yes, yeah. King of Kings. I love that. I love um, it. Some other Virgos on Kent's Rising. This I thought was interesting. So for the horror fans, maybe take a look at these charts. Just Ooh. do your bidding. But Mary Shelley, the creator of Frankenstein, also Virgos oh my on God. Kent's Rising. I know. I Love was like, that. well, look at that. Uh, and then what? But she was making me think of like that Virgo Mercuryness and also Cancer, kind of knowing like what in real life would actually be absolutely frightening. Um, yeah. Also, we have Kiki Palmer, Twiggy, Jennifer Tilly, Lily Tomlin, and Hank Williams. So what a, wow. what a, what a neat little bunch. Love to, what love, a great love group. That. Very great, great group. cheekbones. Yes. Yes. I love for the soft too. shell crab is stored. Yeah. <laughs> I love that too for like horror stuff as being like, I look sweet but I'm a Virgo like Listen, that kind that, of like knowing mm, the um how mm. how you can be deceived and there's nothing more terrifying than like putting your trust in the wrong oh yeah like Ooh. if you're like, like using using whole sign houses like that Scorpio fifth house man like mm, oh <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he, he. <laughs> I'm scary oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm scary <laughs> so, but sweet I love it. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. This was for having absolutely me. delightful. You know, we could do this for hours and hours and hours. Completely. Come back. Yes, Come we'll back have soon. to have you back. Yeah, we'll, whenever you want me, I will be here. Okay, we perfect. Will, we will have you. Um, where besides with us on In the Stars, Amazon yes. Prime, YouTube, breaking down the astrology of the handmaiden. Where else can our listeners find you? People can find me everywhere using the handle one winged Chris. That's one spelled out. Uh, I am trying to get back on TikTok. Um, I've been taking a break because it's been a lot of work. Um, and uh, people can also find me. I recently modeled for uh, cloaks pride collection, which is really exciting. Uh, you can nice. find me on their Instagram. Don't worry about their website because everything's sold out already. Because it's, it's wow, cloak. Um, uh. and, <laughs> um, 
but you can at least yeah. see the hot pics. Like yeah, that's what we're here. Picks. That's what we're here for. Throw me a like and a comment. Um, <laughs> uh, I also was recently on. Uh, but why though? Uh, they're a publication that talks about uh, anime and comic books, uh, talking about uh, gay and lesbian manga. And cool. also, as we've said before, you can find me as a regular host as uh, you can find me as a regular host on the podcast. Have you tried not being a podcast? Podcast. Yes. <laughs> great. Also, just great podcast name. Thank Great you. It was my idea. It's my yes. idea. <laughs> Virgo. Yes. Virgo. Absolutely nailed it. Absolutely nailed this interaction. We <laughs> we're so glad you could do this. This was yeah, awesome. This yeah. Thanks so much Thank for having you. me. I, I really wasn't expecting to be invited on to like the podcast podcast after the episode. Yeah. Thing, but no, it was oh my so God, nice no, of you we, to ask me. We became best friends. We all felt yeah. it. We couldn't yes. deny it. We're not going to like foot puts around it you know we're gonna hang like we're gonna do parties and things in LA we're gonna have like a whole oh my god yes ahead of us it's just yes, I'm sure. excited um just yeah, let's get fried chicken just makes, together you know just make yes. space in your calendar yes. for us if you don't mind I also again cap 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 for my friends you know like I take it seriously let's get things on the calendar let's start sharing you know let's start sending events yeah. you know calendar you invites. said that Anyways, we were gonna do coffee where's the coffee yeah yes. coffee iced coffee please um so we'll see you soon and all the links will be in our show notes so click all the links yes. follow chris follow, UBFF, listen fourth member like, what's your sign <laughs> like share comment um thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week bye bye boy bye thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on patreon you can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your